Hello and welcome again to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Hope all of you are doing well. Our last episode was on autism and it was one that we really, really enjoyed doing and we may do more in the future. But today we're going to shift gears a little bit and we're going to make it more about travel. This is life's journey and everything in between and travel is a part that we feel is really important to us. We kind of want to share why it's important and not just it's there's so much I think that goes into traveling. It's not just we get to go on a vacation and that's nice, but it's it's what does the experience teach us? What do we walk away from with that experience on a personal level, spiritual level, whatever those levels are? But travel has the ability to offer all of those things to individuals when they travel. And so that's kind of our focus today is the importance of travel, not only to our mental health, that's I think a big piece, but our learning about cultures, about foods, about just the different geography. There's just so much to travel. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today, because it's such an important thing for us. And, you know, when I take on new clients, I'll tell them, you know, one of my things is, is that I really do my best to take a vacation about every three months or so, you know, is important for me and for us. And so that's one of the things we want to address today of what's the importance for us and why you feel it might be important for you. And if you haven't do it, hopefully get you guys to have a little bit of a travel bug. And if you do like travel, you know, maybe start the people who love travel, maybe get you guys to start thinking about your next trip, because aren't we always doing that? Yes. It's important to plan vacation. (laughs) That's kind of Christy. Christy likes the vacation planning part, or she did more so. Yeah, I used to. Now it's a little, I don't know, it's changed for me a little bit, but planning is a part of, of the process and it's, you know, it should be a fun thing. I think just because I've been busy and stuff. So when you're, sometimes you have to just take a time out to actually do the planning part of it and, and making yourself stop sometimes is part of the challenge. So, and I think especially for 2020, even part of 2021 with travel kind of slowing down and stuff like that. I know a lot of people have really missed that and are just so happy they can be back out and doing stuff. And I think it's once again, it's that desire to do something different than the mundane, maybe. I don't even know if that's part of what it is. I think it's important because your mind needs that time. You need that time away. And it's different than even taking some time off and being at home. We've learned that for sure throughout the whole thing with COVID. But I think that, you know, it's important to take that time off anyway. But when you can actually get away, it really does make a difference. We were so fortunate because we had talked about a trip to Europe and Christy and I were of the same mindset. Oh, that's a long time in a plane. (laughs) Yeah, that was the longest flight that we had done up to that point. So it was one of those things that we did a preparation. And then we asked our friend Sandra, who we travel with quite a bit. Also, I think there's that accountability and the follow through when you invite somebody. It's like, oh, now I've really got to do it because you can't just back out at the last minute. Well, you can, but that's not... That's not very nice. No. (laughs) So we're going to start with our trip to Europe because it was one of those things that was really an important thing for us. And we wanted it to be this really great, amazing experience. 
And so we put a lot of thought into it, I think, from everywhere from where we stayed. Yeah. And I mean, there are so many wonderful places to go and visit in Europe. So it was hard to narrow it down. But I feel like that we got a really nice, how you would say it, but a really nice view of of so many different places when we went. We were only there for two and a half weeks, but I feel like we made the best of the time because we got to see a little bit of London, a little bit of Paris, a little bit of Barcelona, a little bit of Ibiza, a little bit of Amsterdam, Amsterdam. and a little bit of Germany. Cologne, Germany. So that was kind of the route we took. So we flew into London, caught the train to Paris, and for... (laughs) And if you've not been to Europe, Europe does a train system. There is very much a train system. Which is very, it's wonderful to use to get around. But when you're not Not from from there and you're not familiar familiar with how to use it. (laughs) Yeah, that takes some getting used to and allow yourself time, which we allowed ourselves time. However, we did not realize after getting to London that it was going to be a whole nother security check to get on that train. It was just like going through the whole security thing at the airport. So <laughs> so they said, oh, no, you can't go. So we had to go buy three more tickets to catch the next train to get to uh, Barcelona. But, you know, I mean, there are those little, I think in, in a lot of trips, there's always those little trying moments, but it's the ability to realize you're going to have the trying moments, but kind of get past them right away, I think is really important. So not holding on to those moments that happen that kind of will cause a little bit of dysregulation, I think is really important. And then to shift the focus right back to the actual fun part of vacationing. So, you know, that was an experience for us. We talk about the train system because it it's efficient, but it's different for, I think, particularly us in the United States who we don't use the train <laughs> like that, not to travel the way that it does. I mean, we have Amtrak that does that cross-country stuff, but it's not a norm for us. And, you know, this is going from country to country to country. And then when we got to Barcelona and we were going, well, from Barcelona, we actually took a flight to Ibiza. The other thing we found interesting (laughs) is that taxis or Ubers, they know the lay of the land. We didn't. So when we were taking the Uber from the place we were staying at to the other side of the island, it was a little terrifying, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that was a harrowing ride. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a hurry. So it was interesting. But Ibiza is a beautiful place. And we did find that they run on a completely different schedule. So you dance the night away there and then nobody, sleep half the day away. <laughs> nobody starts their business up until about noon. So so we were looking for coffee like at eight o'clock in the morning. I don't know if it was eight o'clock. Okay, maybe not eight. Yeah, that might have been a little early. But yeah, so once again, that's learning about the cultures and the customs and stuff. And, you know, just getting an opportunity to talk to the people from the different countries and stuff was, for me, really fun. That's one of the neatest things I think there is about travel is all the different people that you meet. And it gives you the opportunity to grow in a different way because you get to see in all these different places, the different customs and cultures and everything. And so the more that you experience, I think the better you person you become through those experiences and getting to know how other people see the world. And I think that's true. I think sometimes we get so 
caught up in our way of seeing the world that we think it's the only way to see the world. And then the more you travel, the more you realize that different things work for different people. It's not one size fits all, which I think is one of the neatest things about travel is that you realize that you can have different points of view. You can have different governments. You can have different everything from different foods. It doesn't matter what it works for the people of those areas. And that's all that matters. It's their culture. It's, it's for them. We just get to visit it. You know, we just get to go and have those moments, but it's not where we live. It's not what we have to embrace in the same way as they do. And so, you know, and I hope people who come to the United States have that same appreciation for us that, you know, even if you're in the United States, this is a big country and driving from region to region, there's so many vast differences within our own culture in our own country that I think is really fascinating. But I think that traveling, it just allows you so many more experiences to take away and it makes you more well-rounded as an individual, I feel like. I'm in agreement. And I think that, and it's always fun when you get to, you know, I mean, we love traveling together, but we also love traveling with other people because once again, we share an experience with it, but then you bring the other people in and then they see things differently too. So you get to see it from all these different aspects. And so I think that helps to conceptualize things even better than you would individually and together. And you know what I mean? It's like the more people that see it, the, the more ideas you get from it. Well, you get to talk about those experiences and, and see what that person took away from it. So it just, I think, helps you grow as a person. And I think it also strengthens those relationships. Definitely. Unless it's a really crappy trip, in which case it might end a relationship. I don't know. We've never had that. So we're grateful. Well, I wouldn't say I've never had that. I think prior to traveling with you, I have had that in the past, but it helped me realize something about that relationship. And so there, sometimes I guess there's learning experiences always to be had. So, you know, it changed that relationship forever. And it's not that I have any, you know, anything against that person or whatever, but I learned some stuff about me and I learned some stuff about them. And then, then I had to make some boundaries there that I didn't even realize before. So, oh, you know, and that is a good point. And like I said, I think it does because, you know, you, you share space sometimes and things like that. And I would have to say Sandra has been our, she's our travel buddy that we've did Europe with. We've done several trips to Mexico with and stuff like that. And I think we just, we mesh in a good way because she's a morning person. She wants to see the sun rise. We like to see the sunset. We don't have to entertain each other. When we were in Mexico, she got up early and went on a little bike tour thing. Christy and I, they're like, go have fun. You know, we'll see you at breakfast because that's not our thing. But being able to appreciate that and not and realize that when we are traveling, we might want to have different experiences. We will always be grateful to Sandra because when we went to Europe and we were in Paris, she said, let's do a food tour. And Christy and I are there a food tour. I mean, we had not thought about this. And they're like, okay, didn't know what it was about. And we said, you know, what the heck, why not? It was really one of my favorite things. Yeah, I think it was one of the best experiences we had when we went. Because we learned about the food and with the food, they talked about the culture. We learned why their restaurants, all the chairs face out and they don't face each other. Is because they want you people watch and you talk as you people watch. When you go to a restaurant, we didn't have wait staff coming and 
like to check us out or something, you know, to, you know, we've got to pay and leave. No, it seems like they're pretty big, especially in Paris. Paris. Like when you go and you have a, say you have a reservation at a restaurant, they basically figure you're going to be staying there the evening because they want you to enjoy the food. They want you to talk about it. They want you to have a full on experience. And we found we did. I noticed that we slowed down. We were there like, oh, wait a minute. You know, we look. It doesn't matter if people are waiting. They don't do that. And so we actually slowed down. We would eat. We would talk about the food, their presentation. I mean, it was, to me, a really cool experience in that way, too. It really was. It was a really relaxing kind of environment where you could just enjoy and they're not, they're pushing you to bring you the bill or anything like that. They want you to take your time and enjoy it. So that was really neat. It was. So, and in Paris, I mean, you know, I know that was a dream of yours. Yeah, it was a lifelong dream of mine. I had wanted to do that back when I was in high school. And I had the opportunity to go. I kind of chickened out that first time, but <laughs> I'm really glad that we went and had the experience that we did there must have been a reason that I needed to wait, and I'm glad that I did, but Paris was a really neat experience, and I would love to go back sometime. It was, and you know, for me, the Louvre, <laughs> I kind of pictured it, and I'm thinking, yeah, but it is huge. <laughs> it is massively huge, and the artwork there was, pictures really do not do justice to the art, and I was very grateful because Christy and Sandra did let, uh, they, they allowed me to pick. I love the Renaissance time period. And so we got to do a, the, the part that had the Renaissance. And of course we went and saw the Mona Lisa, which kind of freaked us out because I was expecting bigger. <laughs> well, and it seems like it's so much smaller just because all the other pictures in that room are huge. So I mean, giant huge, <laughs> <laughs> like wall size. <laughs> so, you know, that was kind of, once again, we people, I think we have this perception because we see things through the internet or TV or whatever, wherever we see it. And so we like have this preconceived idea and then you go and then in reality, it's something very different. And I think that to me is a really cool learning experience too, that sometimes a movie or a picture of something does not really do justice. And But it's not just that, it was the experience. It was the history. It was all of that that went in, even like the food tour she gave us a history of Paris, of why, where the food comes from, the history itself. And, and we took a walking tour kind of thing of that. And I thought that was amazing, too, that it was such a learning experience as well. It was because she, you know, all the different places that we would even pass by, she explained things about, you know, some of their architecture and how things came into play. And just it was amazing. Christy and I have a thing about doors. <laughs> And that was another thing that I thought was just so amazing is the doors in Europe. And they are so big, some of them. Very two-door, massive doors. And we found out that the reason a lot of them were like that is because they would open those and it would go into a courtyard. And they were being brought in by like horse and carriage. carriage. So they would be able to open these doors and take them right in to these courtyards. Just beautiful. And you know, one of the things is, is another thing that we love is architecture and stuff and, and history of architecture. And you get so much of that in Europe. And then of course we went to Barcelona and our hotel was right next to this really great little restaurant. 
and the food was amazing, but the people yeah. were amazing. And But it was a great location for us. And one of the things that you really wanted to see when we went to Barcelona also, which you I didn't know you kind of introduced me to, was the architect that you liked. Gaudi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just so his work is amazing. There's so much art in his architecture, and that it was just so cool to be able to see that in person. The church that he did is just massive and the detail and it was phenomenal. It really was phenomenal. And just that to have that experience and was just within itself, just an amazing thing to see it and to, to be to the feel of it and the feel of Europe because it's older than our country. And to feel that history in it to me was just amazing as well. And, you know, a shout out to my clients because I work with a lot of military. So they've been a lot to Europe. And when they found out we were going to Europe, they got so excited for us. And they said, no, when you go, you did the hop on, hop off. And I'm there like, what is the hop on, hop off? We found out what it was. They have boats that you pay a a certain amount. You can get on the boat and it takes you all the different locations, but it also works for their bus system. And they give you a history while you're on these things. Yeah, they give you a headset so you can listen to it in multiple languages. And as they take you on a tour, um, like in Paris, it was on a boat going down the Seine River. So you had a whole history that they were telling you as you're passing by different things. So that was really cool. In Barcelona, they still have the hop on, hop off, but it's a bus, Mm -hmm. a double decker bus. And it takes you around and, you know, shows you all these beautiful statues and things like that that are all around their town. And they explain where they come from. And so that was a really neat experience. So we had that experience and we got to go to the ocean, which is always a big thing for us in uh, Barcelona. So that was great. Ibiza, of course is an amazing, beautiful island, and the water there is just spectacular. You know, we we took a boat ride there, and we got a history there of that, and it was amazing. And then we go to Amsterdam, and it's so different in Amsterdam. We still did the hop-on, hop-off, but they do the boat system there. Yes, on the um, canals. On the canals there, which are phenomenal. But we thought the thing that was interesting is when you're on this canal, you'll see rusted bikes on the side, and they talk about how many people wreck into the canals. <laughs> Lose their bikes and they're constantly pulling bikes out of the canals all day. There's just so many bikes there. I mean, it's it, unreal. Yeah. They're just lined. The streets are lined with bicycles on the sides. And Amsterdam has a really great history as well. Dam Square was amazing. And for me, my love of flowers and they have a flower market there that was just, oh my goodness. I just, I loved it. It was a sight. They have so many beautiful flowers. And it was really nice for me because as I was doing the flowers, I thought of my mom and just how much she would have just loved the amount of flowers that were there. Just her love of, of, of plants and stuff like that. She would have just said, oh my goodness, you know. I think that's one of the neat things too about travel is that in some ways, you know, it gives you an opportunity to pay tribute to people that, you know, are important in your life and, you know, the things that are important to them and that you, you get to experience something, you know, they would have enjoyed so much. And I think that that's really cool. You did your DNA. So you found out that you guys have, um, German, 
in the Netherlands. The Netherlands, yeah. So, you know, that was kind of cool. I, mine is, Sp- is uh, Spain. So that was really cool to be able to see those things as well. Oh my gosh, you know, this is where you, your origins start, so to speak. And so for you, you know, being in the Netherlands, because that comes from your dad's side. Yeah. Which you found out you didn't know. Yeah. So that was really cool, I think. It was. I still have places to visit that come from, I know it was a part of my DNA from Ireland and that too. So I'm excited to be so, able yeah, to and, experience that. And on my side, it's going to be Portugal. Go figure. Didn't know anything about it. We did not know we had any Portuguese in us, but we actually have a high percentage of Portuguese. So that's another trip we want to do is go to Portugal. We want to go to Ireland for her. And so those are kind of fun things too, because I don't know, kind of helps you feel that connectedness in a, in a different way. I can say, I think that through travel, you get to expand even about who you are. It's kind of neat to see your family's origins and things like that, just to to get an idea. And, you know, I think, I think there's something humbling about it too, you know, that we realize that in every culture, you know, when we did the food tour, you know, the people begging for food and things like that and, and reminding ourselves, you know, just how fortunate we are and what we do to help those that are less fortunate. So I think to realize that that happens in probably every country, that there's some degree of that, there's always somebody who's going to be less fortunate and, and, and you really, and you know, when we fast forward and we go to Mexico, we see some more of that. It's a different thing. A lot of people mm. selling on the beach to, to get by. Yeah. You know? So those things are important, you know. So we, we, and like I said, we absolutely loved Amsterdam. We want to go back and uh, do Holland during the tulip time. I think that would be amazing. Cologne, Germany, and we didn't get to stay there very long. But I will tell you this, when we came out of the train station... <laughs> We did not have any idea what we were going to see when we came out. And when you come out, there is this massive, massive, dark church there. And it is huge. And it looks almost gothic. I don't know. How would you describe it? <laughs> yeah, it has a very gothic feel to it. but it's And it's just enormous. But it is really a sight to see. And especially just coming out of the train station, it's interesting that it just, you know, is right there. So that was a nice little surprise for us. And there's little surprises everywhere. And then we finished in London and we had an amazing night there. And once again, it was, it was one of those things that we had the episode on fear and anxiety and we had some anxiety about those long flights and stuff like that. And we're doing stuff in baby steps, you know, and I think that's the important thing is you just do things in baby steps. And so long as you're doing something that still is like that forward motion. You know, we're talking about that forward motion all the time. The other place we travel a lot to is Mexico. Some of the places we've been there are Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, Cabo Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Isla Mujeres. And we absolutely love these places. And one of the things I love about vacationing in Mexico is we call it muy gente. That means it's like very friendly. There is such a friendliness about it. And I think that we have found that throughout Mexico, but you're, and I have to agree with you, Puerto Vallarta. Really stands out. Tell me we were leaving Puerto Vallarta. I was in tears when we were leaving Puerto Vallarta because I don't know, it was just such a neat experience. The people were so welcoming and it just felt like a really nice place to be. 
it has a very different feel, even though all those other places we talked about are very friendly. To me, Puerto Vallarta, yes, it has a, like I said, muy gente. And it was just an amazing experience. And we absolutely, and we love our travel to Mexico. We love the beaches there. And that's a big thing for us is we live in Colorado. We're landlocked, but we love the beach, both of us. That is such, that is, you know, when we talk about vacationing, what it does for you. And people, there are people who come to Colorado because for them being in the mountains is their, that's their zen. That is their happy. That is what fills them up. We love that piece because we love hiking. We love the mountains. But I think for us, that is the ocean. It is that thing that really, I notice. It really rejuvenates us. Um, that's what works for us. And both can be serene. Uh, yes. We do love the hikes, like you say, and the mountains are beautiful and you can get into a place and just be so at peace in both settings. But I just feel like the, the beach, being at the ocean just rejuvenates in a different way for me. I agree. And so we're always up for a beach vacation. <laughs> And there are different kinds of vacationing. I mean, I feel like Europe was a go and see an adventure kind of trip and you're on the go. And it's good to get away and still have that kind of vacation. And then there's the vacation where that you just are relaxing on the beach and just soaking up the sun and not being on the go constantly. And when we go to Mexico, that's our back to the pool, back to the beach, eat. <laughs> That's kind of our thing. That's what we love to do. It's kind of that thing that just helps us unwind. And I really feel like you come back, you come back to work, you come back to your life. And there's that energy that you have. Europe was definitely, we were on the go a lot. And there are so many different kinds of vacations. And that's one of them where we just go, 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 go. Disney World is the same thing. Go, 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 go. And you come back from Disney more tired than when you went. Yeah. Sometimes you need a vacation after the vacation when it's that kind. But when you do those that are more, those serene ones, I feel more rested. So we talk about vacationing. I always tell people, if you're talking about it, what is it you're wanting it to do? Are you wanting it to, is it the experience that you're wanting? Is it to rejuvenate? Pick and choose those things that are going to be according to what you're needing in those moments. Because Kathy posted a thing, it was talking about our energy that when we're tired, is it a physical energy kind of, or is it that emotional energy that's being a little bit depleted? And both of those, and you know, when you look at that, you can decide if it's an emotional depletion, you may need one of those pool beach, pool beach kind of vacations. Whereas if it's that physical energy, it might be you want something that is going to get your energy going. So it might be one of those faster paced ones. There's movement. Where you're learning and you're just absorbing everything and taking it all in and you're, yeah, you are more on the go, but it's such a learning experience and it takes your mind away from all of the norm stuff that you're focused on all of the time. And it gives your brain that, that time out. Exactly. So that's why vacationing is such an amazing thing. And, and particularly for us, and we're talking about, you don't have to leave the country either. We're not saying that to take a really great vacation, you have to leave the country. We did the wonderful vacation in Yellowstone with Kathy G. And um, that was amazing because we had, it was a combination of both. We'd go out and do the hikes. If you guys have been to Lake Havasu, it's hot. 
really hot when we went because we went the first week of May. Very desert hot. <laughs> yeah. And that was of last year, right? No, that was... So time has been weird to me since COVID. <laughs> and I don't know if the rest of you feel that way too. It's like, wait, what year am I on? When did I take that vacation? What am I doing? That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Yellowstone was in 2020. And I believe that... Havasu was in. 21. Yeah. So we did the vacation to Yellowstone with uh, Kathy and... That one was one of those we would get up and we'd go hiking and seeing and we still have the evening where we could kind of wind down. And that was amazing because we did some amazing hikes in Yellowstone, just absolutely phenomenal and beautiful. And if you haven't been there and if you're an outdoors person, even if you're not, that's really a place to go as well. Then we went to Lake Havasu in the first week of May, which we thought, oh, you know, the first week of May, it's still cool. No, it's not at Lake Havasu. So we went there and I'm not sure why it's called Sarah's Crack, but that's what it's called. That was a phenomenal hike. We all loved it, but it was like a hundred degrees. <laughs> it was, it was horribly hot. So we learned stuff that day. And then we would hike, we'd go hiking in the early and we'd come back. And, you know, we told Kathy, cause we rented a VRBO with a swimming pool. And our thing is this VRBO swimming pool. We're pool people. So I think it was something, and I really appreciate this because Kathy will talk to us now about that time by the pool because we we lounged at the pool and we talked and we got to know each other even more. And that was an amazing time as well for me. Then hot tub in the evening. Yeah, that's one of the cool things about vacationing with other people too is because you get to learn more about them, not just about yourself. but And I know, and Kathy and I have worked together longer and so I've known Kathy a little bit longer and it also gave Kathy and you an opportunity to get to know each other even more and develop that friendship. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. So we had got to take a couple of those and once again, those are in the United States. I think Kathy learned something about herself too. She found out that she's more of a pool person than she realized. Yeah, she'll even say, I didn't know. <laughs> so that was really, really awesome. So, and that's the other thing that when you travel with other people, you might not realize you like something, but they may, and then you kind of do it in order to, you know, because you're trying to meet in the middle with all of these things. There's one of the affirmations that we do in our meditations in the morning that talks about that when you overcome your fears, your life becomes magical. And I really think you get an opportunity to do that when you travel. At least that's been my experience. And I feel like even like Sandra telling us about doing the food tour and something that was something we wouldn't have come up with. And we enjoyed so much. And sometimes, you know, doing things that are outside of your comfort zone, you know, you're Maybe you're not the kind of person that likes to go out on a boat or something like that. But when you do something like that and you get to experience that and you find out how much you've been missing. So sometimes just stepping outside that comfort zone, you find out so much more and it is a magical experience. And I think that is really another thing that is in, with travel is it can be very magical. It can be very enlightening and just eye-opening in so many ways. Oh, we've also been to Rocky Point, which is also in the United States, we know it as Rocky Point, and in Mexico, we call it Puerto Penasca. Okay. And so we did a vacation. We got to do a family vacation down there. My parents didn't go. They were going to, and then my uncle got ill, so my dad and mom stayed back because of him. But we went to Mexico 
and down to Rocky Point, and we learned a lot there too. That the the signs that have little humps, I don't know what that is. My sister-in-law at the time was driving like a crazy woman because she knew where she was going. We did not. I was driving. We were in a van. Christy got tired, so I'm driving. She's sleeping. My sister, my two sisters and niece and great niece were sleeping in the back of the van. <laughs> and I'm just following her. That means speed bumps in the middle of the road. <laughs> Which were in the middle of the highway. So everybody was not asleep after we hit those at a good speed. Yeah, everybody was airborne. <laughs> so we learned that. Rocky Point has a very different feel. And so we went down to what they call Fifth Avenue. It's their shopping place. And it's it's dirt streets and, and just little uh, like makeshift shops. But we went down there. And it's like what we, you know, consider here usually a flea market. Would yeah, be. kind of like a flea market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. And that was even an amazing experience because... You know, we got to see them actually, They when they say made by hand, they really mean that. You know, and I think sometimes we might be, oh yeah, it's made by hand. But no, we saw this little old lady. She had to be at least 900 years old. Yeah. And she was in the back weaving the baskets, yes. you know, to sell. So it was like, oh my God, this really, you know, this is so, so true. Authentic. <laughs> yes. And so that was really something that we really appreciated. And, you know, we talked about, the people who don't have the best of it or whatever, but you can't tell because they don't make a lot of money, but they're always very friendly and, and, and welcoming, you know, with, I don't even know how to explain it. It just is very different. So that's what I mean by it's kind of a humbling experience that regardless of it, because it's not about money. It really is about that, that communication, that relationship. And when we were there, uh, these two little boys the little boy had those little packs of chiclets, you know, white and pink, whatever, tiny, you know. And so he was selling them. He wanted a quarter for it. So I'm, I told Christy, okay, fine, let's, get the, let's buy it, you know, whatever. And his little brother was standing next to him, probably about maybe two and a half, three years old, something like that, not very old. And I'm watching him. He reaches down, he picks up a rock, and he sells me his rock. And guess what? I bought it. <laughs> and they ran off all happy because, you know, I bought a rock. And these chiclets, which I want you to know, we thought, okay, let's try. No, I think they were 900 years old. <laughs> but it's those little things. It's just giving back. You know, when we go to, and, you know, we go, we usually try to, we try to buy the handmade stuff and do things like that because it's about supporting them and supporting their community. And, and their art and stuff like that is very important and it's part of their culture. And so it's something really cool. And the other cool thing we did was when we were in Cabo, it was, the time of Dia de los Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead. That was such an amazing experience for us as well, because we got to see how they do this the authentic way. And and they talked about the history of it and stuff. And that to me was just a beautiful thing because it's a celebration of life. Yeah, it was a really neat celebration. And they had all of these several different displays and that. And that was such a neat thing to see. A representation of the culture and once again being able to truly to see it on that level and and why it's so important why there's such value to me was just i was so grateful that we got to have that experience and just it was just a fun thing so many levels you know and even on that you know if you look at that spiritual level of or that thing of how everybody looks at death and 
that to me was really cool because it was there. It, they, nobody was mourning that death. They were celebrating that person and that life. And so I thought that was an amazing thing to be able to participate in. So I'm very grateful that we had that. Oh, we got to see the turtle release too, which Christy and I are huge uh, sea turtle people. And so we got to see that. And that was, there were 99 of them, 99 turtles. <laughs> and we got to to see that. And that was amazing. So the thing that's really cool about travel is it's about creating memories. It's about those things and its value. Your twin cousins were here, little two girls. Um, they were nine, 10, 11, somewhere around. I was going to say what, probably eight when we first. Yeah. And one of the things, because travel is important to us and because of their circumstances and stuff at that time, one of the things we wanted to do was to give them experiences because, you know, I tell people you can buy people gifts and stuff, but it's the experience and it's also the gift. What what's put into the gift, all of those things that create the experience around those things. So one of the things we did was we were able to take them to Panama City, which is the Atlantic. And then we took them to the Pacific, to California, to uh, my sister lives in California. One of my sisters lives in California. And we got to go in. They got to do the Pacific. Yeah, it was neat to be able to take them to both coasts and let them experience that because they hadn't really got a chance to travel. You know, they came from a really small town and hadn't really been anywhere. So I'm really hoping that we put the travel bug in them and that they that's something that they will continue to do as they get older. They're back in their hometown now, so I'm sure it's very different for, for them. It was neat to be able to do that. We we didn't just take them to each coast too. We got to take them to Las Vegas. They had never seen a city of that size and they were just, they thought, oh, can we live in this castle on the strip? That would be so neat. So. And you know what I think about travel that's fascinating is when we were at Panama City, one of the twins was very brave and went out into the ocean. The other one, nope. She'd keep running back, nope, nope, almost, nope. Then we get to the Pacific and it's flipped on us. Yep. By that time, the other one was afraid to get in the ocean and the other one was like, no. No. So even in that, to be able to experience both of those and just to see that evolution, even with them, was just an amazing experience to have with them. And, and once again, sharing it with them, you know, we see Las Vegas. For us, we usually see Las Vegas with adults because Las Vegas is a place that we really love. We honeymoon there and stuff. So it has a special place in our heart. Both Christy and I have a sleeve tattoo that is dedicated to our trips to Vegas with the different people we have gone there with because it's, it's something that we've shared with other people. So Vegas has that feel for us anyway, but it was so amazing to do it and see it through a child's eyes because it's not like the adults. What they see is so different and their excitement over certain things was just so amazing. So that brings into it traveling with kids. When we went to Disney World, you know, we had done it with adults and then kids and then we did it with other kids and just that whole experience and then june with her mickey and the adult with her thing with mickey mouse you know we had to contain her a little bit june is a big <laughs> mickey mouse fan so yeah. we did not realize how big until she saw mickey and it was like a groupie <laughs> i thought she was gonna faint i know it was awesome but these are all memories and it's those memories that we create 
in those relationships that just makes all those experiences to me that much greater, that much richer. A few weeks back, well, a month or so back, we took a trip down to the San Luis Valley and to be able to even share where I'm from with friends was really great. Kathy G, poor Kathy, she always getting the one where we're hiking and doing stuff like that, which she enjoys. And being able to go to Los Ventanas and and I always appreciate, you know, when now that what Kathy says stays in my head, how do I want this story to end? Whatever we're doing, whatever that experience is, how do you want it to end? Do you want it to end with you being afraid and not doing it? Do you want it to end with you saying, stepping outside your box, as Christy said, and experiencing it and then saying, yes, I did it, I did it. And it was a wonderful thing because sometimes our fear will hold us back a little bit. But then once we get past it, it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I, I love this experience. It is everything that I thought it would be or hoped it would be. And maybe even sometimes when you're doing it, you know, it's scary for you even still. But I have found that those experiences are the ones that I will go back and revisit in my mind the most. They stand out the most. And I realize that was such a neat, amazing thing. And I'm so glad that I did it. Even though in that moment, I might have been, you know, anxious or whatever about it. But I find that those are the memories that stick out in my mind. You know, and one of the other trips that we had talked about, and we, you know, because we have a bucket list, our list is very long, but New York for New Year's Eve, Times Square. And I was so grateful we got to do that. We didn't realize that the hotel we picked was where they actually perform. So we could open our window and the performers were down below. And that was just awesome. We learned a lot about New York and we definitely want to go back. Uh, we didn't get to see your cousin. And so we got to make another trip back there so that we can hang out with him and he can show us different parts of New York. Cause we, we stayed on Times Square, but that was just an amazing experience as well. And it was something that was on the bucket list. And I tell people, make a bucket list. Those places, even if they seem like they're so unattainable, Writing it down and focusing on it, I think, makes it more attainable. Well, yeah, and because a lot of people would say, you know, being at Times Square for ball drop for New Year's, they talked about the expense of it and just, we were only there for four days, but that was, it was a great experience. You know, I felt like that it was really a dream come true to be able to do that. And then to have a hotel that you could literally see the stage from, that was neat, but and it was well worth it. Yeah, I feel like it was. And, you know, once again, everything we're talking about here are those memories. And we had the memory of, you know, which was a great one of your dad on that vacation with us to Disney World. And he just really enjoyed that more than he thought he would, I think. Yeah. And he was such a workaholic growing up. We didn't get to make many trips together like that. And if we did go do trips, it was to visit family usually. So that was a very different experience and he enjoyed it so much more than he even thought he would. And even by that time he was already sick. I appreciate that he went and he did that, but I think that he enjoyed it so much more than he even thought he would. And I agree. And, and like you, you know, I come from a very large family. I have five brothers and five sisters. And so traveling wasn't a big thing we did. And so it was going to visit family. Then only part of the family went and the other part stayed back. And so I was really happy because I got to do a trip with my parents and um, we were able to 
go to, and my sister, Linda, we went to um, Happy Camp, California. It's a little tiny town, but it was a great, you know, we did it, we drove it, and we just, it was a really great experience, and I was so grateful for that trip as well. I think it's great when you can do that, and I know, you know, it's sometimes, especially like we talked about with our families growing up, we didn't get to travel as much, and I know that there are different reasons why people don't always travel as much as they would like to, but I think setting that intention, even like doing the planning, and and like you said, having a bucket list and all of those things, it's important. And, you know, it's funny because I remember as a kid hearing my mom and dad talk about my mom and dad and my oldest sister and her husband went on a trip to Mexico, down to Mexico City. I was trying to remember if Guadalajara and the, just different places down in Mexico. And they took about a month, I think. Yeah, leave us alone for a month. <laughs> Good thing I have older siblings. But no, but even how they would talk about that and I realized I remember those stories and I thought, how cool is that? And it's something I'm grateful that we're able to do now. So I guess for this today is making those bucket lists, finding those places, traveling, whether it, it, it doesn't have to be out of our country. It, we have these amazing, beautiful places in our country, which we're also going to work on visiting more here as well. Make those lists, dream big. And create those memories because at the end of the day, that's what we have. Those are the things that help us through those dark times. Those are the things that bring us the joy when we need it. We can go back to those things. And setting your attention on those goals and, and believing that it's achievable. And, you know, it may not be today, but you have it in mind what you want. And start off small if you have to. But once again, that forward motion. What is that forward motion and creating those memories? And I'm grateful, I know, for the memories that I have, particularly of my parents now that I don't have them, of even those trips or just those little things that we did, you know, and I know you have that too with your dad and stuff. And, you know, so create those memories. They they really get us through a lot, a lot of difficult times, but they also can just bring us joy any moment. And I think those things are really important. Once again, go to our Facebook, Two Girls in a Pod Life's Journey and everything in between. And let us know your stories of your travels and why it was significant. Christy will pose the question so that it helps kind of remind you. But we love to hear those stories about what it was about those vacations you took or the travel you took. And what did you learn or how did you come away a better person than before? So once again, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And I don't really know what our topic will be next week because we're just kind of playing this by ear. And we talked a little bit about the fear and anxiety. So we may go back to that one because I think it's such a big thing. And I think right now there's a lot of people anxious and fearful of things and to touch base on that and what can we do with it how can we get past that so i guess we did make a decision you know just that fast huh <laughs> so it's going to be fear and anxiety next episode and anyway thank you guys all for tuning in and we appreciate it so so much and if you have friends tell them about the podcast spread the word you know we're just trying to have fun with this and uh share some experiences and share a little bit of knowledge and 
get feedback from the people who listen. That's kind of our goal here. So once again, thank you so very much. And we, Sunday, 2 p.m. We'll talk again soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.